want some advice, I'll give you some advice. Unqualified advice. From unqualified people. Are you professional or not? No way. For sake, man, you're amateur. Answering questions whether you like it or not. This is the Ill-Advised Podcast. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Hey everyone! God damn, it's good to be back. We took a little hiatus, but yeah, here we are. Thank one you. Week, a one week hiatus. Yeah, we had some shit going on. Yeah, and uh, you know we did some summer stuff. But welcome back to episode fifty-eight. We did do some summer stuff. Uh, yeah, we went on some camping trips and had some times with our friends and families. Yeah, and I got a bad ear infection swimming in the creek. Yeah. We went and uh, got fucked up in the nature. Yeah. I'll just uh, kind of uh, briefly describe what five guys could do in uh, the mountains of Wyoming with beer. Yeah. Uh, we drink a lot. Yeah. That's what you do when you're in the cowboy state or the equality state, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it. There was five of us. Yep. And so what five dudes do when you leave all the significant others of the wives behind. Yes. Because it's a guy's trip. Yeah. You drink. Yep. And you build big fires. Well, we didn't really build big fires. No, but it was a good enough fire. Well, we built fires that would cook our food. Yeah, sure. But, no, but mostly we, we just drank. Yeah. Yeah. So five guys. So we drank 7.5 cases of beer. Yep. A case of a uh, Henry's Heart Seltzer for the yep. diabetic friendlies, aka me. Sure. We drank three bottles of booze. Yeah. And for dessert, we drank a six barrel of keg of um, uh, Bomber Mountain from Sheridan, Wyoming. Yeah. Black Tooth uh, Brewery. Fucking delicious beer. So, yeah, we really kind of let her have it. That was two days. Yeah. That was, was two, two days, days yeah. man. We were. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. I will tell you this. Uh, it was probably one of the better camping trips we've had. Ever. It was just kind of like, uh, it was odd because, um, you know, we ran into uh, some people that we apparently knew. Uh, and then and then they were like, hey, I'm a friend of, I'm a family member of a friend of yours. And then it was kind of like, wow, what the fuck is going on here in yeah. Wyoming? You know, it was just like, I'm driving up past your campsite, and now I'm a friend of yours. And that's, that's kind of that, how it worked out. That's the Wyoming thing, though. Some yeah. guy just stumbles into your camp, yep. you give him a beer, and now you're lifelong friends. Yep, and, and that's kind of how it happened. But it also turned out that he was also a family member of a lifelong friend of ours. So it just kind of turned out. And so well, that's know, kind like, of a Wyoming thing. It doesn't matter if we're in this case, what, a hundred miles away from our yeah. hometown. And you could be from Casper, Wyoming, Cheyenne, Wyoming, wandering to Gillette and you know someone. Yeah. You could go to Rock Springs and you're from Jackson. You know someone. Yeah. And that was what we ran into. And then we, we ended up having a 
a whole chunk of people show up. It was a great fucking time. Yeah, and our camp went from five people to like 50. 15, yeah, 15 <laughs> it was, people. It was great. And it was all really good, and it was uh, it was a good fucking time. And, and that guy, he works with my brother. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. works with my brother. That's fucking crazy. So it kind of worked out. Yeah, that's just the Wyoming way, I guess. You yeah. just show up. Whoever shows up, you probably know him, or he's related to somebody you know. And What's weird, though, is that you always get him hammed. Oh, that's the so you're like, hey, hey, you showed up. Have a beer. <laughs> Here's some food and some booze. Yeah. And that's kind of what we do. We just kind of yeah. like, hey, 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 friend. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah. I don't know you. Here's, Here's a, a beer. beer. Here's a beer. <laughs> Here's a beer. So, I mean, the last time we uh, we met with everyone, we actually were right before we did our uh, we did our Square State show. Oh, that was a good show. And uh, we we preemptively thanked everyone but i gotta tell you i love the square state shows and uh everyone was great everyone was literally great we did some really good stuff at that show that we hadn't done prior and uh bill got a call to do his uh special joke at the end and Bill did a fucking amazing job, by the way, buddy. I think that you did a great fucking job. Well, thank you. On your set. I thought that your set was fucking killer. And uh, at the end, I did uh, I did uh, uh, a whole crowd work session at the end. And it went off pretty okay. Because my set was mediocre at best. I, I don't really think it was my best. And the crowd work session at the end, I thought, was was pretty good. I wish I could have caught it, but I was outside talking to this group of chicks. Well, so I think that's that probably happened. better. Sorry. No, I, I thought it was pretty good. And th- we had some really fucking, uh, really some immense characters, to be honest with you. Like, there was a guy that was a lumberjack, for fuck's sakes. I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. That, too, is a Wyoming thing, I guess. Yeah, and, a- then, and then there was a guy at, There was a guy that was there with his current wife and his ex-wife because his kids were there. Oh, fuck. I had a good time, man. Fuck, uh, that crowd work was good stuff. Uh, Square State is one of my favorite places Hell ever yeah. to perform. Um, to all you comedians out there and you want to play a gig or whatever... Don't overlook Rock Springs, Wyoming. Yes. There's three great places, three great venues to play, and people show up, and they're the best crowds ever. That's Johnny Max, Square State, or Club 307. Exactly. Come to these clubs. Uh, they're a little bit small. Obviously, it's Wyoming. You're not going to be playing in front of 500 people. Yeah, but I mean, I will tell you this, though, that we've done uh, aggressively, like... At 307, the first time we did probably about 50 or 60 people. This time was probably about 30 or 40. No, it was uh, about 50 people. It was yeah. It was still 50 people. Uh, shit, I forgot the Valley. The Valley is one of the oh, best the places. Oh, the Valley is good. The Valley is fucking wonderful. Yeah, the Valley was nuts. It was uh, 40 or 50, I would say. No, it was a big venue. It was more than that. It's a big place. Yeah, uh, maybe. No, and uh, then uh, 307 uh, it's was... It's smaller. It's the smallest of them. 307 was the smallest, but we've also maxed it out at 60. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at uh, Johnny Max, we, we've played max crowds there, too, as yeah. well. So 70 or 80. So never uh, be a touring comedian in uh, poo-poo uh, Wyoming. Because you, first you hit the valley, if you're coming up from the Salt Lake Way. 
Hit Fort Smith or uh, Fort Bridger. Yeah. Hit the valley. It's fucking phenomenal. Those ranchers and those farmers are fucking insane. They love the comedy and they they actually yeah. will get into it. They do. Good. That's one of the best crowds ever. Yeah, and they it's not that they uh they will actually get involved. <laughs> yeah, that ain't no shit. But it's not in a bad way. I'll, I'll be honest with you. They they just fucking love dealing with you. Yeah. As a comedian. And and that's one of the things that I actually really liked about that crowd was that um, they didn't just sit back and, and go, entertain us. And then fucking snark at you a bit. You know, because no. that kind of thing can happen in a big city. They actually wanted to get involved with the with the crowd itself. And so you're making like you're making jokes and then you end up doing crowd work on accident with them. But it's like crowd work that they know because it's the people that they are aware of. And so the whole thing was it was it was like you're making inside jokes without making inside jokes. It's it's the whole thing is just the whole crowd is something that you don't expect. Like if you're not used to doing crowd work, don't fucking go there. Don't go there. But if you're used to doing crowd work and you're used to actually being like comfortable with a crowd fucking kind of giving you some shit, giving you some giving feedback, you some if you music, will. Yeah. <laughs> then then that's a place for you. Because honestly, we're sitting there doing our jokes and these people are fucking snapping back at us and we're making jokes on those snapbacks and they're loving it. That's the whole thing is they they want to be involved and they want you to be involved with them and they love it. They love it. And so if they you really can do. if you can get that going then by all means go to the go to the valley. But oh, the valley's a great place. I'm telling you uh, the comedians out there and if you're touring if you want to play a, a gig, try yeah. to get the valley. Yeah. It's good. And they they want to get you drunk afterwards, too. Oh, my God. God. They really do. They want to get you fucking smashed. They're like, you made us us laugh. Let's let's make you throw up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're one of the best crowds ever. Yeah, they were were really great. And even though, like, I was the the closer that night, and I fucking had to deal with some, uh, some... Shit, because there were some people that were getting too drunk and, and wouldn't shut the fuck up. And I was giving them shit, and the whole fucking crowd turned on them. It was hilarious. Well, that happened the last time at a square state when I was up there. Yeah. And, uh, one particular table was talking, and I don't want to throw out names, Mary. Yeah. But she was drunk, and she, because my microphone kept fucking up. Yeah, but I kept turning it on. And turning yeah. It and so, uh, she was talking, and I'm doing this joke, and I this is one of the best crowds. I could do no wrong that night. Yeah, you really couldn't. It, it, everything I was throwing out there was just landing big. It was and, gross, actually, how good you were doing that yeah, night. Yeah, it was so fun. And I'm talking, and and Mary's talking, and some lady from across the club just yells, shut the fuck up. I'm listening to this guy. And I'm like, Oh my God, she told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And, uh, Mary's a little bit embarrassed still about it. That's funny. Yeah. Mary, uh, will probably MC for us one night. She's one of the most naturally funniest people you'll ever meet in the yeah. entire world. But I will say this though. The last time we, we did that, uh, we were at, at, uh, square state 
it's probably the best I've seen Bill do his set. It was hands down some of the best comedy work I've ever seen. And uh, he was just so so smooth about it. It was it was good shit. Like it was probably the best I've seen you. No thanks. Yeah, absolutely. And especially after I went up and did my fucking schmattering thing. No, you weren't as bad as you think, though. It was no, still good. I don't think I did bad, but I don't think I was good. You know. Well, that's the thing. Every time I'm like, I'm my own worst critic ever. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I had to, I had to knock into a bunch of people to try and get my fucking set finished, even. Yeah, but you know? it still wasn't that bad. We've never done bad. Every oh, time yeah, we've done no. on stage, we never walked a crowd. No, God, we never no. totally bombed where people are booing us off the stage. Yeah, no. Or there's no laughter whatsoever. And there's some of our jokes that sometimes I've noticed aren't going as well as we'd hope. Yeah, no. Every comedian in the world. Yeah, and I, I, I noticed that this time it was uh, it was really selective. Like, there was one table that really got a whole lot of my jokes, and they really laughed their asses off, but that one table was not the entire club. <laughs> and so it was kind of one of those things where it was like I, I was feeling my jokes and I was doing my whole thing. But uh, then you got up there and you really kind of fucking killed it, you know, and you actually warmed it up so much that I was able to get up there and do the crowd work after. And I, I honestly did almost nothing that was earth shattering. I just asked some questions and made some small jokes afterwards, but they loved it. Fuck. They loved it. It was, it was funny because it was like, (laughs) Oh, you're married to this person. Funny. And everyone would be like, oh. I was like, well, that's not what I meant. But yeah, all right. Good news. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Any uh, touring comedian out there, try to get Square State. They're always doing something. They're, uh, they're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, if it's not a live band, which they have all these live... Uh, performances going on whether it be uh, comedy or music and it's always just so much yeah. fun and they brew the best beer in the western united states they really hands do. down and we'll be actually back there probably pretty soon oh yeah they always invite us back every six months or so yeah um they like to give us some chances to actually make our jokes not suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> and if you get a chance obviously johnny max is a big name in the comedy world yes. when you're touring you have to hit uh, when you're on I eighty. You have to hit Johnny Max, and it's uh, always a good time. We there's some big names come through Johnny Max constantly, and to be asked to uh, perform there and then come back is quite an honor. Yeah, it really is. And yeah, because there's been some big fucking names, some good comedians come through there. Some like Guy Seidel and yeah. Marcus and those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. And Pauly Shore. Oh yeah, yeah, that's probably right. sure. Um, yeah, God, there's some good ones I can't even think of, but they're bigger names. They've been touring comedians and big names in comedy for a good while. And then there's a little unknown uh, club that is getting up there. It's called Club 307. 307 being the whole area code of the state of Wyoming. Yeah, but you know what? We've actually done really well there. Every time we've done a show there, it's kind of maxed out the occupancy of the place, and uh, the crowd has always been really generous. Oh, very generous. Uh, one of the better crowds, if you will. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, 
in gen- this hasn't been the funniest intro, but in general, it's it's a yeah, good club. It's informative. It's informative for you yeah, uh, comedians you, that are trying to do some things. Yeah, just come to uh, Rock Springs. You have three great venues to pick from. Yeah. Try to do it, and uh, guaranteed you're going to get a good crowd and some good laughs. So then for you non-comedians that are wanting to come to Rock Springs, go fuck yourself, really. Yeah. That's Actually, kinda- you know what? Go to any of those places and just have a good time. Yeah. There's also some strip clubs and shit in town, yeah, you there, know, in general. There's three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. fuck. Yeah, we we definitely love our nudie bars. We do, but you know what? I don't at the same time. Because <laughs> you go there and there's just like shame. It's just shame. It's like you walk through with like Cersei just walking through her thing. Like, <laughs> shame. 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 <laughs> you know? You know, I worked in the strip club industry for so long before it was comedy and podcast and stand up and shit that if I never step in a foot in a strip club again, I'm happy. Not that I'm regretting it. It's just I'm happy I don't have to do it ever again if I don't want yeah. to. Yeah, but you do. Well, there's some good looking chicks that are <laughs> naked. I, He's like, oh, I mean, but kind of, kind of, though. I don't want to. But I kind of do. Yeah, sometimes you just want to wander in, see see what's going on, and then <laughs> get an overpriced beer. <laughs> yeah. And go home at the end of the night, jerk off, call it a night. You know, Bill, one time, though, I will tell you this. This has been a good story for a lot of years. He was It was before he worked in a strip club. And one time, he actually, uh, we were poor as fuck. We were college students. Oh God! Yeah, and he he acted as though he was deaf, <laughs> and I was his interpreter because I was also broke, and so I said I was Mormon. He said he was deaf, and I was hand signaling all the things that the ladies were saying to him, and and the thing about it was is that they didn't give two shits about him being deaf. But they really give a shit about me being Mormon, which was weird. Like hardcore Mormon. Hardcore. Returning missionary. Yeah, so I said I was on a mission in in Nicaragua or some shit. And they were losing their goddamn gourd about it. And I was like, but my friend is deaf. And they were like, nope, nope. Don't give two shits about deaf boy over here. We're going to give you a free lap dance. And I was like, well, I guess I have to do this for the sake of the whatever the fuck I'm going to lie about today. And so uh, we get to another bar. We get to another titty bar because this was a a friend's. A bachelor party. A bachelor party. It was Leonard's birthday uh, bachelor party. A friend's bachelor party. We went to another uh, strip club in town. We went from one to another. And at this second place, they didn't care so much about the Mormon thing, which was good because it gave us a chance to actually try out this deaf, this deaf thing that we wanted to do because we were, again, very poor. And so... Uh, Bill is, is this lady's talking to Bill and he's trying to say something, but he mouth, he just makes some sort of hand signals. Well, I took a sign language by foreign language, so I, I knew what I was signing. 
Obviously, she did not. Oh, I, and I did not. But no, you did not, and you were just throwing up some shit. And yeah. It was funny. So, so what I did was he's signing things that are legitimate, and so then I would look, I would just sign some things, and then look at her and go, "He wants this," and she would do it. She did it the whole fucking time. Like, it was just, it was insane because I was like, he's deaf and doesn't understand what you're trying to say. And, and obviously he did, but, you know, like, she would tell me something and I would turn and sign something and he, he had heard it, obviously, from her. But, you know, like, the whole thing was, it was a, a really incredibly established ruse that worked out incredibly yeah. well because he got the most lap dances of anyone ever that night. No, it's funny. That night I uh, found $20 on the floor and you and I drank on that the yeah. entire night, which is almost impossible to do because in a strip club, $20 doesn't last you two seconds. Yeah, but... It's like a drink. But when you're a Mormon and a deaf person, it really yeah. lasts a long it time. It really did. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, hey, bright side, everyone. Act like you're a Mormon and a deaf person. <laughs> if you want some free lap dances. <laughs> yeah, life hack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, hey, everybody. Right back after you have a question for us? Please follow and reach us on our Twitter at Dear Ill Advised and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also reaches on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. And if you want to reach us on our website, please feel free to do so. We are at illadvised.podby.com. Okay, my boyfriend of two years is obsessed with Dave and Busters. I pressed him about it, and the only explanation he's been able to give me is that he has had his ninth birthday at Dave and Busters and considers it the single best day of his life. How do I help him move past this? I really want to keep dating this man. I know nostalgia can be a powerful force, but this is absolutely unacceptable. Please help. This is so weird, considering every nine-year-old usually goes to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, right? David Busters, isn't that for adults only? Well, no, not really. I've like, never I've been, been to the yeah, I mean, not up until, like, 9 p.m. or something, you know? <laughs> this is great. This is the single best day of my life. Yeah. Can I just say I'm this? Playing shuffleboard at like, Dave & Buster's. Obviously, this guy, this guy, now, he's got a girlfriend. She's probably, like, of age and whatever else. I would hope. Like, they're probably, like, 20s. Let's say 20s, 30s, whatever. All right. doesn't really matter. 20s or 30s. He is saying that at age nine, he has a birthday party, and it is the best day of his life. Whatever age he is, he is at age nine having the best day of his life. Which is kind of like, dude, what the fuck happened in the rest of your life? That this is the best day of your life. You're like, fuck, dude. Calm the fuck down first. Like, hey, bud. Are you all right? Can I talk you off the ledge with this Dave and Buster's thing? Fuck. He just goes, 
I was I was out there. It was my ninth birthday, and it was the best day of my fucking life. And you're like, Jesus, are you all right with the rest of it? Are you all right with the rest of your life? Fuck. He's like, well, after that, my parents died in a car accident, and I grew up in foster care. Yeah. <laughs> God. Like, if there's something else that makes sense. And he's like, oh, yeah. That was the last time I was happy, and then now I'm here. Yeah. Then you're like, all right, dude, let's let's go to Dave and Buster's. Fuck. Yeah. I think if anyone says Dave and Buster's, my ninth birthday party was the happiest day of my life. This guy's a uh, math book. It also He's seems full like of a fucking problem. It just seems like such a cry for help. <laughs> it does. You're gonna have to talk to this guy from uh, taking the gun out of his mouth or his head out of the oven. A few times in your relationship. Like he's playing the Area 51 game, just crying, just shooting <laughs> animals, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish this would kill me. Yeah, and he just like, points it to his head, pulls the trigger a few times. He's like, should we play against the fat fucking guy at the Dance Dance Revolution? <laughs> he plays Duck Hunt on an original Nintendo. Yeah. Tries to shoot the dog when it laughs at him and goes, I wish that dog was me. Click, 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 click. (laughs) So funny thing about Dave and Buster's, when I was probably in my like 22-ish, 23 maybe, I I go there with a buddy of mine. Uh, There were three of us that went for a spring break, right? We went down from Laramie, Wyoming. We went to Denver to hang out with my buddy Garrick. And... And we're all hammed, and we want to go to Dave and Buster's because we have nothing else to do. We just are full of fucking energy and hammed. Yeah, like usually any other college kid at that age. You know, it's spring break, and we're fucking hammed, and that's pretty much all you need, need to know about the energy level. So then we go down there. And uh, my buddy's like, let's go to Dance Dance Revolution and let's fucking just hang out and see what's going on. And so we go down there and the fuck of it is is that it's early enough that they they allow kids, right? So it's like before 9 p.m. there's kids that are allowed or whatever. So we're we're there at Dance Dance Revolution watching this fucking kid, and he's fucking he's he's just fat as fuck. He's like the hanker for hunk of cheese guy, <laughs> just fat on top, skinny ass fucking legs, and he is killing it at Dance Dance Revolution. He's just fucking letting it have it. He was just on expert level, just hitting all these things with his crazy ass fucking legs. He's not moving anything on top, like nothing on top is moving. <laughs> He's just moving his legs like no one's business. It was weird. If you He's like been, an Irish dancer. Yeah, but kind of. But only they they would actually seem like they're doing shit on top, right? Like if you were to cover a uh if you were to cover the the river dance people on the bottom, they would still be bouncing up and up and down on top. Like looking there like they're doing some shit, right? This kid was not. It was creepy. Like if you just covered his legs. He would look like he was standing there. He looked like he was Frank Astaire. Yeah, he would look like he was standing there just sweating, right? So this fat fucking kid is just losing his shit. Legs going all over the fucking place. And, uh, And he gets done 
Like he kills this fucking song. Just kills it. He sits down on the bench right next to it. And this girl comes over. That's way too hot for him, to be honest with you. But it seems to work. Towels him off. (laughs) No shit. Towels this fat fucking piece of shit off. And I was like, well, apparently that's the way to go, you know? He just feeds him nachos, tells him off. Yep, and it tells him God off. God damn, that so kid's like, on to something. So this guy's got some groupies. Fuck, he's fat as shit with some skinny-ass legs. He's got some hanker for a hunk of cheese guy. And so my buddy goes up there, and again, we're in our mid-20s at this point, you know? And he goes, hey, I want to do this song, and he picks Expert. <laughs> We've never played this game in our entire life, you know? And uh, he starts, like, hitting the buttons. I'm I'm trying to hit the buttons left and right, you know? And uh, I'm doing all the stuff with my legs. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to hit all the buttons with my legs. And I'm kicking myself in the back of the leg because I'm not a, a coordinated fellow. Kicking myself in the back of the leg, hit the screen of the game, Go over the railing of the game because in the, there's always a railing at the back of the Dance Dance Revolution game. I go over the railing as though I am a fucking noob and a half. And this fucking fat piece of shit stands up. He's probably like 15, 14. Who the hell knows? And just looks at me and goes, rookie. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, you fat fucking piece of shit? Things are going to get way worse for you. I hope really you get general. type 2 diabetes if you already don't have it. Yeah. And you lose a leg. Yeah. And you can't do this anymore. So anyway, this kid, this guy here, loves the Dave and & Busters. And I can get behind that. I mean, Dave & Busters is fun. And the fact that this guy is like nine years old and goes, it was the best day of my fucking life. Yeah, he's like, you know why, babe? I was this fat dude dance like he's never danced before. And this drunk college kid got so hammed and thought he could do it. He fell over the railing. Yeah. Funniest thing I've ever saw in my life. If that was the story behind it. And (laughs) it is like, if that was the story behind this guy's whole thing about Dave and Buster's be like, yeah, dude, you fucking rage at Dave and Buster's. You do it. But it's like, Hey, nine years old, my birthday party. It's the best day of my life. It's like, what, what, how old are you now? And be like, oh, I'm 25. And be like, what have you done since? Yeah, why, why is this the best day of your life? What has made that the best day of your life? And he's like, my parents were together. And like, Jesus, fuck you. Jesus. Yeah, before that, not so good. My parents splurged on this party. After that, they got divorced. My dad killed himself. Yeah. Holy you're shit. Like, you're like, whoa, hey, maybe yeah. no, put that on Dave and Buster's. Maybe just put that on your fucking life is shit. Yeah, don't, yeah. This ain't Dave and Buster's problem, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Don't put this evil on them. Yeah, just maybe be like, hey, maybe don't, maybe pump the brakes on the fact that Dave and Buster's can fix everything, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> if they can't, fuck them. Yeah. Like, no one. Whatever can, happened to customer service? Yeah, no one can win a whole life based on the pod racer game from Star Wars. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, it's not like the last Starfighter game. Your last Starfighter movie, you know, like you're playing a fucking arcade game and then somebody just beams you up into space 
Like that that's just not how it works at Dave and Buster's, you know. And the my whole thing about this and why I'm supporting this girl is that he's got to figure out what the fuck in his life has gone wrong that he's been like, I got to go back to Dave and Buster's every year. If not, I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to lose it. Well, then again, what's her fucking problem? It's once a year. Like we just talked about our once a year camping trip in the mountains of Wyoming. But is it once a year though? I don't know that it's once a year. Maybe he just keeps going back there. He's he's like, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. I got meeting you. I got to relive it every time. I got to relive it every time. Just waiting for my dad to show up outside of Dave and Buster's. Maybe my this ninth is birthday. such a happy place for him. You lack in so many ways. He's like, you know, I'm going to go to Dave and Buster's. It was the yeah. best time of my life. I'd rather be there than be with you. Yeah. I'm going to just wait for my dad to show up. That never happened. Yeah. He left that night to go get a pack of smokes. Never returned. Yeah. But it's way better than being with you. Yeah. So maybe it's on you, lady. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, maybe she, you're the miserable she never, one. She never managed to actually make some sort of uh, a point in his life, you know, where she's like, how about we don't? And he's like, Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Where are we going to go? The fucking yarn store, bitch? Yeah. That's your happiest place. Fuck you. Go knit me a sweater. The, how about we go to the Cracker Barrel? And he's like, Fuck that, bitch. Yeah. Fuck that I'm shit. I'm going to Dave and, Dave and Buster's. Where I know the potato skins are better. Yeah. With dance dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch a fat man. Yeah. Just do dances. I'm going to go to Dave and Buster's. You stay home and knit me a sweater. You, That's what you like. You like to knit sweaters and watch the Gilmore Girls. I don't like that. Yeah. Just the, let me have my thing. You do your thing. A lot of women love the Gilmore Girls. It weirds me out. I've never watched it. I've never watched it either, but my wife really loves it. and She'll fucking spend weeks watching it. Like I've had a bazillion girlfriends, no shit. All of them like The Notebook. I've watched yeah. it once. No. Broke up with all of them for no. that reason. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm going to Dave and Buster's. Fuck you. <laughs> well, we figured it out. Yeah. We figured it out is why. He goes, happiest day of my life. And I won't have anyone tarnish it again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes at Dave and Buster's, you get a special card. They let you, let you drink straight from the tap. Yeah. Just put your mouth under like a slippery machine and just go to town. I will say this. If he was nine and had the best day of his life, going back after 21 is probably a completely different experience for him. You know, where he's like, oh, shit, they let you drink. Wow. And it's way better. <laughs> this is you way know? better. Yeah, I can only imagine, you know, like if he's if he's having like a really good time comparatively to his ninth birthday and whatever else, he's really loving things. And then he goes after 21 and they're like, oh, you can fucking drink. And he's like, what? I can drink now? <laughs> and then he's like, I love this even more. <laughs> What's funny? He's like, and never changed. Ninth birthday, 22nd birthday. I got a blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah, one Living from my, my mom. <laughs> one from my crackhead mom and yeah. the other one from a bathroom attendant. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's still my mom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Oh, that's funny. Good thing he's living the best days of his life. He's living his best life, really. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Even if he died tomorrow. Bathroom blowjobs from mom. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I don't care if I go out tomorrow. I lived the best days I possibly could. I got all those goddamn tickets. (laughs) I'm going to get that bear. Yeah. And that spider... Cheap glow in the dark spider yep. ring. It's gonna be one hell of a fucking death bear. No, I I get where this guy's coming from. One of my happiest places ever growing up, and I wish I had it back. If they did, I'd go back. Aladdin's castle. Oh yeah. Oh Aladdin's castle. That was the best place on earth. Well, it's the, the fuck of it is, is I used to just get angry at that place and just spend a whole lot of money. Yeah, my dad, every time I went there, like, just think, I come from a huge family. There's a bazillion siblings I have. I don't even know all their names. So my dad would shell out half a fucking fortune every time we went to Aladdin's Castle. Yeah. Yeah, well, he wasn't yeah. enjoying it. I'd go there with a stack of, uh, stack of quarters and be like, hey, I'm playing this game. And I played Tekken 3. Tekken 3 was my game. A hard driver like, was mine. I'd be like, hey, fuck, hey, fuck base. We're going to play this game. And whoever was playing was like, yeah, I'm playing it right now. And I was like, no, against me. And he goes, yeah, I guess, but I'm already playing the game. I'm like, fuck you, dick. Boop, boop, I'm boop, playing. Boop. Playing some coinage right and now. And then I end up getting in there and playing some game and then be like, oh, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> He's I, like, was not, I was not the greatest at that game. I tried to be very good, but I was not at all. So I end up lost. I end up losing a whole lot. And so then I was like uh, just just sitting there waiting for, for coins. And somebody would be like, hey, do you, would you like this token? I'd be like, yes. Yes, I would. And then I'd go and try and challenge Fuck McGee again and be like, oh. oh I hey, lost again. <laughs> I lost again. Great. It was like my very first, uh, uh, it was the very first time I was like, oh, this is what Vegas might be like. <laughs> I remember, yeah, because the Tekkens were big and then yeah. uh, Aladdin's Castle uh, featured this game called Hologram Fighter. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you gotta so push good. a foot but a foot yeah. pedal and you gotta shoot. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was uh yeah, and so you would hit a button with your foot and then you would step out of cover and shoot and then lay your foot off the pedal and you'd get yeah. back into cover. Yeah, something like that. And if you didn't let get back into cover, you would die. <laughs> you would quickly. Die. Very quickly. Quickly. So you'd have to be real quick on the pedal if you wanted to not die quickly. And, uh, yeah, there was a... Oh, fuck. There was a lot of games. I really spent a lot of money at that place. Yeah. Long story short, if that came back, that'd be the best days of my life, and I would totally neglect a significant other. Had an, uh, Aladdin's Castle come back to our uh, fair town. Yeah, hell yeah. I would neglect the shit out of my significant other because those were actually the best days of my life. I agree with you. And I that, get Dave and Buster's boy here. Well, and the thing is, too, is you go to Dave and Buster's now and you see some of those games. Because this is what happened to me when I was probably about like 28, 29 maybe. I go to Dave and Buster's and I was like, holy fuck. These games are here. 
And I was like, I'm spending some money on these games because I didn't used to be able to. You know, I would have to save up and find, like, I would have to recycle and and get the coins and all that kind of shit to try and to try and play these games and stuff like that. So now I was like, I am playing these games, and I have a card because I have I have a credit card now. And I have a card here that tells me I'm going to be able to play these games. Bleh. And I was playing all these games I hadn't played in years. You know, like as, a, as an arcade person. And I was a big arcade kid. And uh, so I get what this kid's doing. I get it. Because I was like, oh, I fucking love it. Bleh. I'm playing whatever the hell game I'm playing. I don't know. I totally get it. Yeah. I loved that shit. So, hey, lady, fuck off. Yeah, it's your fault. Yep. Hey, everyone, we know you love the show, but do you want to tell us how much you love the show? Well, now you can pretty easily. You can find us on Twitter at DearIllAdvised, at our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, on Facebook at DearIllAdvised, and always on our website, illadvised.podbean.com. My fiancé shaved his beard, and now I can't stand to look at him. I think he looks incredibly ugly. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that, uh, I like that uh, she was like, help me. I don't know why you need help. Well, it's funny, too, is that it's like my fiancé. It's not a boyfriend and girlfriend. It's fiancé. Yeah. Did you guys have... Like this relationship, the whole time he had this magnificent beard. Yeah. That you're like, you know what? I know we're only three months into this, but you're the one I'm, for I'm me. I'm dealing with it. Yeah, you're the one for me. Yeah. And then he shaves it off and she goes, God damn it, you're hideous. <laughs> I know some people have a dimple in their chin, a two chin, if you will. You have three. It's yeah. weird. I don't like this at all. You look like Thanos. Wanna, I do kind of want to uh, see what happened when when he showed her. You know, that 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 part to me is probably the funniest part where he's like, hey, look, I shaved it because I was trying to be nice. And she goes, good God, you piece of shit. You disgust me. Yeah, you are hideous. <laughs> look at your fucking face. I hate it. <laughs> Guess what? Two things have in common. The t- desert and my vagina. They're not wet. Look yeah. at your fucking face. They're dry as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they're dry face. as fuck. Death Valley and this pussy. <laughs> yeah. There's no that, moisture in any of it. <laughs> Look at your fucking face. And that's that's the thing that kind of cracks me up too. It's like, oh, that we've already we've already got engaged. <laughs> no shit. You know, we're engaged already. And then he decides to shave his face, and she's like, he's fucking hideous. Like, obviously, at some point in time, you're going to have to deal with the fact that he may or may not have a beard. But you've already gotten married, and now you're like, he's fucking hideous. He's like, with when the he beard, shaved it off. With the beard, he looks like Jason Momoa. Without it, Stephen Hawking's. Yeah. It's the fucking weirdest thing. You're ugly. Yeah. It's hard to look at you. He just goes like, oh, fuck, he's terrible. <laughs> like... With a beard, great. Without a beard, oh god. 
It's like Mickey Rourke before and after. <laughs> uh, he's like, listen, lady, the only reason I shaved my beard off, you let your bush grow. Yeah. There had to be some kind of compromise, yeah. <laughs> some kind of balance. There's a middle ground that they have to reach here. And that's the thing, too. It's like uh, maybe maybe he was trying to be nice. Like, oh, hey, look, I shaved my beard so that we could have a really nice wedding. And she's like, what the fuck, bitch? I'm willing to bet this is not the only time this lady's been engaged. Yeah. If the beard is oh, the only yeah. thing that fucking ruins it for her. Well, of course, you know, I mean, especially since she's like, oh, he's fucking hideous now. <laughs> he's hideous. I can't stand to look at him. I'm going to fuck his brother. Yeah, like, I'm not going to marry the guy that's hideous, even though he could not be, again, not hideous in like four months. <laughs> no shit. He could grow that beard back. Just tell him. Grow it back. I hate the way you look yeah. without a beard. <laughs> Sorry, I almost threw up. Oh, shit. <clears throat> <laughs> ah, I got that out though. Yeah, it's settled. I'm but no, good. I I just think they, that's part that you're like, uh, I think you're hideous right now. It's like, well, maybe in four months, you know, I'll be not hideous. She's like, fuck that. I can't wait that long. He's like, well, will you please hurry up, go to the bathroom, and apply your makeup because yeah. you look fucking hideous without yeah, it, right? We're, we're engaged to be married, so four months is not that big of a deal. And she's like, well, it is, kind of. It's like, when? Yeah, we're getting married in five months. This will be okay. Yeah, when is it going to be a big deal, bitch? <laughs> What's she dating a member of ZZ Top? Yeah. <laughs> just, I need that beard. Yeah. That's the, what I need, that beard. And then gets disappointed because it's the one member yeah. that doesn't have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fever. Yeah. And the only prescription is more beard. <laughs> I just don't get it in general where she's kind of like, I don't want the, I don't want that fucking guy. I don't want him because he didn't have a fucking beard. She's like, I told you when we first started dating, I date lumberjacks. Yeah. That is it. They need to have that magnificent beard, a brawny axe, and a flannel shirt. Yeah. That is who I'm attracted to. But then she goes, yes. Now you look I'll, like Eric Estrada, and I'll, I don't like it. Yeah, I'll marry you for sure. I'll marry you. 100% I'll marry you. And then he get, he shaves his beard, and she goes, no. This, is, this shit is not happening. I'm not marrying this fucking fresh face McGee over I'm here. I'm going to my mom's. And you're like, it's the same fucking person doesn't really matter and she goes nope 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 yeah i see your face and i want to puke on it yeah i don't even want to masturbate to it just straight up nausea right now what it kind of it kind of cracks me up too because it's like it it really kind of uh, sheds a light on on the fact that there's an awful lot of people that would uh Rather marry someone because of their looks than because of something else. You know? I, I can't contest to that because I don't have looks and money. Well, no, it's just or, like... Or personality. Like, she's I'm, marrying someone because they had a beard. and then That's weird. And then he shaves it off and she's pissed. 
you know, in general. That's that's kind of the, the heart of the question. And so it's not because the guy is changed at all, right? The guy didn't change. He just shaved his beard. I would laugh. She's like, babe, it's our song. What song is that, babe? It's Anne Murray's. Even though we got money, I'm so, so in, in love, love with you, honey. And then he shaves. She's like, nope. Yeah. Not doing this shit. Fuck you. Not at all. You didn't have a penny in your name, but you had a magnificent beard. Now you don't and, have that. You don't have shit. And that's my whole thing with this is that, like, obviously she fucking gave two shits about the beard. Gave you zero shits about the dude behind the beard. (laughs) She's in love with that beard. Yeah. She just goes, I love that fucking beard. And this guy's got that beard. And then he shaves it off. And she goes, fuck this guy. I don't give two shits about this fucking guy. With this face. With his fucking stupid face. Look at this stupid fucking face. Look at this stupid fucking face. He looks like Pee Wee Herman got caught in the theater. How am I going to be engaged in a stupid face. fucking face? <laughs> stupid. F- That's every girlfriend I've ever had. Look at this stupid fucking face. Yeah, I know. But then this guy's just kind of like, well, I thought that you would like it. And she goes, I fucking hate it in your stupid fucking face. I don't even know that I want to be married to you anymore. And he's like, oh, well, that's a real, real humdinger red flag. That's a <laughs> red flag and that a half. That is a red flag. Like, I shave my beard and you go, hey, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Kind of leads me to believe that maybe you don't give two shits about me. Well, maybe maybe she should let her bush go. Just have the, the fiance go down on her. She could look down and be like, okay. Yeah. You have your beard back. It's better now. Yeah, whatever. This is good. We but can work with this. obviously she has some problems with the uh, the beard, no beard thing. That's going to maybe preclude going down on her, is all I'm saying. Maybe. You know, she goes, oh, he doesn't have a beard anymore. He's not fucking touching me. So he looks like a lumberjack. <laughs> looks like a lumberjack. <laughs> you know. So she's like, oh, hey, with your shorn face. I hate it. I don't like it. I don't like to look at it. You're not touching me in my vagina. She's like, the mullet was fine. The moment you shaved your beard off, you look like a fucking retard. Yep. Fuck you. Hate it. Hate your face. Hate your stupid fucking face. Hate your stupid fucking face. Which is kind of the worst, really, because it's like, oh, you were going to marry me when I had a beard. <laughs> Maybe your problem is she's like, you shaved the beard. You look fucking stupid because you kept a Hitler stash. Yeah. You look fucking ridiculous. Well, I don't no, like see, this at that point in time, bit. At that point in time, I'd be like, yeah, all right. He shaved the beard into a Hitler stash. Don't marry him. That's a smart move. You dodge a Nazi bullet. <laughs> he does the Nazi bullet. Right? But if if he just shaves his beard and he's just cleanly shorn and has had previous no Nazi things, then you're just a bitch. That's, That's really true. kind of the way it goes. Yeah, you're kind of a bitch. And, I, and again, I go back to I'm willing to bet this has not been the only time she's been engaged to get married. Truth. Because she's just a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, dumping a guy, like, the fact is, 
that if he just decides to shave his beard, which happens a lot when he gets hot or whatever the fuck, and you just go like this, I don't want to be married to you anymore. It's you that's the problem, not him. He's a fucking fine guy, and you're a bitch. I'm willing to bet if this is her only beef, means her parents spent at least $25,000 on a sweet 16 birthday party. Oh, probably. She's one of those people. And she's just such a connotary. Oh, yeah. Very connotary. Yeah. So, lady, deal with it or be a bitch. I what does she want? Captain Lou Albino? Yep. Just with a fucking goatee beard? Fucking be a bitch. Eat shit. Hey everyone, you want a question answered? You want to just send us some hate mail? You definitely can at our website at illadvised.podbean.com, our Twitter at DearIllAdvised, our Gmail, DearIllAdvised at gmail.com, and our Facebook page, newly minted Facebook page, at DearIllAdvised. When my girlfriend told me she was breaking up with me, I told her I was going to kill myself, and then I ghosted her, pretending to be dead. Is what I did wrong? I just laugh when she tries to call me on my old phone. I'm looking for a new girlfriend. I also changed my address to convince her even further in case she looks for me. It's hilarious just how many texts and just how much she broke down in tears because of it all. Wow. Lord. Holy shit, man. Well, I hope this guy understands that what he is doing is fucking the worst thing possible. Part of me wants to applaud him because it's kind of funny. Yeah, kind of. Half of it is like, dude, you are making some chick crazy, like legit crazy. That ain't fucking funny. Well, yeah, because she believes that. Yeah, he's uh, dead because of something she she did. Because of something she did. And that's the whole thing. It's like. If it was because of something that that uh, he had done or whatever, maybe differently. But yeah, no, she th- she believes it because she did something. He is he has killed himself at this point. Yeah, not thinking about it, but actually killed himself because of something that he is doing now. Like he is he is specifically trying to make. Her believe he killed himself. Because of she broke up with him. Yes. That's fucked up. Dude. It's seriously really fucked up. It really is. And uh, I want to... Half of me wants to say, all right, that was funny. The way that he's going but about this it... This ain't cool, man. Also... I gotta say... Ugh. Oh, really? You gotta say it with a yawn? Yeah. All I right. gotta say that the way he's going about it is moderately impressive. Let's 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 he's go going, about it this way. I mean, he has some backstops. Yeah, he's got some shit going on that's moderately impressive. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he is selling the fuck out of this lie, and with that, I can actually respect it. Right, but that doesn't not that does not mean that it's good. <laughs> you know, it's like. Dude, yeah, I get, I get that you. That that's my whole thing with this is that 
you have done something that that like Madoff wasn't able to do. You really were able to just be like, I died and backed off of this and been able to handle that and start a new beyond that. Like that's that's something. That is something. Boom. You know, for him. Bernie Madoff wasn't able to do that shit. And he's been able to pull that off with this girl. You know, like, wow. Yeah. That part is amazing. Yeah, good on him, really, as far as that goes. And then on the other side of that, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) Shit. Sounds like this guy has a promising career in the CIA. Yeah. With the backstops... (laughs) Yeah, like, like I the, can make you disappear. Yeah, like the fuck of it is, is like this guy's got a liar's fucking heart. That's no kind of shit. He would be good in the CIA and or the mafia. Yeah, like I I've actually seen I've actually seen better I've actually seen worse liars as salespeople. Like he needs to get into sales. Oh God, like yes. real estate or some shit like that. He needs to get into something like that because. What he's done here is fucking insane. Some of his impressive, the way he's done it, like backstops. There's backstops to a story. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And that's the whole thing. And sometimes that, chicks deserve this shit. Don't get me well, wrong. Well, sure. But I mean, but, not, it doesn't seem like they deserve it that much. No, where they think they're going nuts because they think they are responsible for someone's death. Yeah. And that's that the whole part's thing. a little fucked up. And like. Majorly fucked up, and, actually. You know, like, sure. Yeah. Fall off the face of the earth by all means. But this guy took it to another another realm. And that part is nuts. To me, like he just goes, yeah, I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be fucking dead. I'm going to be fucking dead. And she's going to have to deal with that. I'm going to be dead and she's going to have to deal with that. And that's how we're going to have a have a good, healthy uh, end of our relationship. She's going to actually think I killed myself and she's going to think it's because of her. And that's how it's going to be a healthy end to it. But I'm going to be alive, but I'm not going to show her. And I'm going to hide my whole thing and whatever else. He's like, I'm going to move to a new town. I'm going to change my address and my phone number. And you have to go like this. Dude, what the fuck did she do first? What the fuck did she do for you to actually be like, I'm going to fuck her to the max. You know? Where it's like, I'm going to, she's going to think I died. And it's because of her. She had to have done something where it kind of triggered him. And I don't think it was really big. I think that he was the worst part of the two, right? Because no one that's normal, no one that's normal, would you go like this, I'm going to fake my own death. There's no one that would actually say that. So... Yeah, you're right. She seems like the normal party. (laughs) She kind of does in this instance. You know, she's probably like, oh, I didn't like the way your friend treated me. He's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm killing myself. And he he does this whole thing. The worst thing I've ever done to a uh, shitbag ex-girlfriend would be like, well, you know, I'm a comedian and and I have a podcast. I'm going to blast this all over both. And I still haven't. 
You know, this is something I say to make him feel like shit at the time. You haven't? I feel like you have. Not yet. Not yet. I feel like you have. Really? Yeah, I feel like you've made jokes. Oh, I've made jokes, but I've never been like, bam, bitch, you're on blast. Oh, yeah, I don't think you've mentioned names. No, never been mentioned names. I just uh, mentioned certain experiences I've had. Yeah, 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 and scenarios and stuff, yeah. yeah. But But, yeah, I've never been like, oh, bitch, you should never piss off a comedian. Oh, fuck, bitch. Yeah, you're going to fucking get it. And (laughs) Maybe I should. Should you? Gives me a little inspiration. Yeah, I guess. But I'm not gonna fake my own death. Yeah, but that's the that's the weird thing about this guy. It's like he goes, yeah, this he guy. goes like ten steps beyond what I thought was normal. You know, well, or possible n- normal would be not doing this at all. That's I think is is something we can all agree on. Normal would be never faking your death. With an ex-girlfriend. And then maybe just dealing with it and processing it in the normal stages of grief. I think that'd be normal, right? This guy goes, hey, I'm going to not do any of those things. (laughs) And I'm going to act like I died. And I'm going to just go ahead and, and fake my own death. In a series of things that she's not going to be able to track. And I'm going to just die. As far as it goes. And and this guy just took it to a... And it's almost an Andy Kaufman style thing. Because oh God, he honestly... Did it. Because you can't necessarily just come out of it and go, Hey, gotcha. No, right you can't. Point. Well, because I mean, if he does this, though, if he's like, hey, gotcha, he just shows something like, woohoo, everyone laugh at Trish here because I fucking got her. This is yeah. funny. Like, that 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 diminishes the actual act, to be honest with you. So he almost, like, he really just kind of Andy Kaufman's it. Like, he really just fakes his own death. And by his own admission, doesn't plan on actually just saying, hey, gotcha, I'm not fucking dead. Right? He wants to keep it going. He's like, I'm looking for a new girlfriend. Why? Why are you looking for a new girlfriend? I mean, I get why, but what are you going to put her through next? Yeah, right? And so he's just like, well, I'm kind of dead, so I mean, I kind of have to have something, so... Because I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I live in Des Moines now. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm kind of... <laughs> I had to move there out of state to Des Moines. Yeah. Just to fucking put this practical joke into fucking full swing. And then I'm going to show up. And that's what I mean. Up. I think it's really Andy Kaufman style because he's just kind of like, I fucking played it. I did my thing. If he does it like this, then... More respect to him. I just yeah. had to think that this lady was such a cunt that she deserves it. Well, yeah, if sure. All but this happens. If so, he comes out and says, hey, guess what? Boom. Not dead. You're a bitch. I hope you've been living in hell for the next or for the last 20 years or sure. two years. Whatever. I hope he does it like that. Because well, so, she's a bitch. But so it say he sound- even, 
So even if he doesn't, and he moves to Des Moines and meets a lady and he's living his life, right? He has already fucked that lady up so much. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, I fucking killed him. He died. Yeah, so that may... Maybe, because of that. Yeah, maybe me. You the know? next guy she meets is a total jerk-off asshole. Yeah. And maybe beats her or just a fucking dipshit. Just a horrible boyfriend. She's like, well, if I leave him, he's going to kill himself. I can't deal with that guilt yeah. again. That's where you're wrong, bud. And he, and he's just like, oh, hey, I'm just fucking living my life over here because I already faked my own death. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of where it gets to the, the whole thing. Like, he's just fucking living his best life. He's just over there doing his own thing because he's like, I faked my own death. Whatever. Not with the authorities, obviously, but with the lady. He's like, I I just faked my own death. My family knows, obviously, but whatever, you know. And, uh, and she doesn't even know because she's a cunt and all that kind of stuff. And so uh, then, then he's like, oh... Best life over here. Just living it. She thinks I'm dead. And it's her fucking fault. Like the best Andy Kaufman joke of all fucking time. And I think his delivering timing needs better uh, development. Yes. Because this is something you do to someone you've been married 25 years to. You're like, oh, you are so horrible. I'm faking my own death. I got to get out of this fucking marriage. Yeah. Then not, someone, to, not someone you're dating. Yeah, you move to Cancun, have the best time of your life after that, faking your own death. You get the you, your check sent to you, whatever. Yeah. No, you don't. If it, if you're dating, you just fucking dump them. You don't fake your own fucking death. No, and then you move on. You get the new girlfriend you're looking for, and you go on. Yeah. You could have dumped her and been just fine, but now she's fucking destroyed for her whole life. Yeah. Thinking that she murdered you pretty much. Like, uh, you know, and so you're you're really just such a piece of shit. I can't even root for this guy because he's done it wrong. Yeah. I mean, you kind of want to because of the way he's played the joke. Yeah. I mean, I I respect a good practical yeah. joke. Don't but it's not a practical wrong. joke at this point. Yeah. This is just, you are fucking up some chick regardless if she fucked you over or not yeah thinking she killed you yes like the practical joke is there if you were to actually have 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 actually done phase two of practical joke yeah if you text back be like aha guess what i'm alive it's fine yeah you could go about your normal life but you didn't and she's going to be destroyed for the rest of her life because of what you've done yeah i mean this is fine if it was your wife but, but it's, it's not. not. It is yeah. some chick you were dating. She dumped you. Get over it. Yeah. But you didn't. But I still kind of respect what you did. Yeah. And <laughs> you really fucked your whole life up. Yeah. Just, I hope that she mm. sees, I hope she hears this and just is like, I feel okay now. I can go back to not working at the fucking bean stop or whatever the fuck uh, she's doing now. Because I guarantee you right now, you fucked her up so much. That she's probably not okay. You know? She's not. She's not okay. Yeah. She's uh, been under a lot of, uh, you know, in, in the hospital a lot as a psych patient. Yeah. Because of you. Yeah. So, fuck off. I can't get behind that. I can't. Fuck off. What you did was wrong. 
All right, we'll see ya. Hey guys, how are you guys enjoying the show? If you want to reach us, please do so at Twitter at Dear Ill Advised, on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised, and at Gmail at Dear Ill Advised at gmail.com. Also, you can reach us at our website, illadvised.podbead.com. Okay, uh, my boyfriend of five years just disclosed to me that he does not believe women should be allowed to vote. <laughs> That's the whole question? I'm so confused. I don't know what to think. I'm not even sure if this is the proper uh, place to ask this, but I just feel it, that I need some advice. This is a person I have been with for almost five years. We've been talking about marriage, and I don't know what to think. In all other aspects, he is perfect. The most amazing person, the most amazing partner, and I can't imagine my life without him, but this is suddenly has me rethinking about that. Am I wrong to be questioning our relationship over this new beliefs? As his girlfriend, am I supposed to be tolerant and respectful of his views, even though I may strongly disagree? I can't tell if I'm overreacting to this or not. The whole situation has made me terrible, and I'm so confused. <laughs> so, uh, four years ago, he was cool with the women's lib movement. Yeah. When all of a sudden, he's like, guess what? You know what? Suffrage isn't, o- yes. isn't okay. That, that, that part kind of cracked me up, too. He's like, <laughs> you know what, women? I don't think you should be voting. He goes, guess what, babe? You're showing a little bit too much inkle. Yeah. I don't like this. I think it's funny that it's, uh, you know, maybe it's like she dated him in between uh, election years. You know, <laughs> like in between election years, he's like, you guys are great. And then election year, he goes, yay, fucker. You shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. I you're, read a book from uh, 1725 said yep. your brains are actually smaller than ours. Yep, you're the reason why we have problems. Yep, all of them. Yep, flapper all girl. All the problems. <laughs> you're a flapper girl because you're stupid estrogen brain. <laughs> stupid estrogen. Yeah, you have periods, which means you're dumb. <laughs> That's what it said. <laughs> you shouldn't be voting. It's funny to me that uh, in general. Um, Women can't deal with this. I mean, like, the the fact is that women should have always been able to vote, to me. Yeah. You know? And in Wyoming, funny thing about Wyoming is that we allowed women to vote before any other state. Yeah. Every, any other state. In fact, yeah. it was said uh, that people weren't going to allow women to vote in Wyoming and they were going to uh, not allow uh, Wyoming to statehood because they were going to give the women allowed to vote and they were like, nope. It might take us a hundred years to get into the union, but we're bringing our women with us. Yeah. That is amazing. It is amazing, but it also is, uh, it also is a little bit troubling now that uh, we have very little women that are actually very few women that are actually represented at that level now. 
You know, mm-hmm. like we we've gone negative on that one. Well, there's more men in the state than there are women. Yeah, to a certain extent, I think that that's true. Also, it's it's you know, it's like uh, oh hey, a woman comes into town, and you're like oh hey, hey lady, you weren't here before. What's going on with you? You know, that's because uh. God knows I love the state of Wyoming, but the most of the population in the state are gullible. Yeah. You could literally say, hey, let that oil baron into town and cut down all the trees and fuck up our landscape because if you don't, you're liberal. Yeah. That's something a liberal do is oppose this. And yeah. The, be like, what? That's a liberal thing. Fuck that. I fucking I don't want women too. to vote. Yeah. That's that's uh, the state of Wyoming. Yeah. Quite literally. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Women, women at the very base of things ha- should have, and this is true in most regard, should have as many voting rights and rights in general as any other gender. And they wanna. do. Honestly, they yeah. do now. If you want to go non-binary, gender, whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter. It they everyone everyone any human being should have the same voting opportunity or yes. same rights as anybody else. It doesn't matter whom it is. That's true. That's very true. It doesn't Female, matter. Female, male, non-binary. What it doesn't fucking matter. See, that's this thing. I um, I don't care. It's no business to me. You know my politics. I'm basically an anarchist. I do not care. It, it doesn't mean nothing to me if I have to call somebody with a beard Julia. Yeah. It takes zero minutes out of my day to give little shits or more shits about this person. Sure. I'd be like, all right, Julia, whatever. It, yeah. It has no effect on me whatsoever. But also, when you turn around on that Julia with a beard... You go, you should have exactly the same yeah. voting rights as anyone else. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter whatsoever. Yeah, vote your fucking heart out. Show some yeah. ankle, get butt fucked, call yourself it Julia. It doesn't matter. Don't care. Yeah, I don't give two shits. Yeah. The only thing I care about is in the morning, I get up, I get to go to work, I get to eat a burrito, I get to raise my kids. Yeah. I get to do whatever the fuck I want with it. Anybody tell me what I can and cannot do. And that's the whole thing about and this. Everyone should have that equal right. Yes. Regardless of who they think they are, who they want to identify as, or whatever. And that's one thing I do love about Wyoming is that Wyoming is is unabashed with that. Like, in Wyoming, it seems as though we would be super against gays and we're, everything else. We're not. Right? And that's the thing is that everyone else goes, oh, you had the Laramie Project and you murdered the gay. No, we didn't. Yeah, we we murdered a gay. We did. We did. Matthew Shepard was murdered. Matthew, yeah, he was murdered. Yeah, and so we definitely did that. Everyone thinks that that's what happens in Wyoming all the time. It does not. And the fact is that, no, that's not the case. We have a lot of gays and and every every other, you know, every other uh, 
configuration of love and all that kind of thing. We don't give two shits about that. Honestly, the normal citizen in Wyoming does not. Yes. And in Wyoming, what happens a lot of times is that we want to say, hey, if you love someone or you love something or you identify as something or whatever else, that's fine. Um, Keep big government out of it. That's kind of what Wyoming's about. Yeah, just we don't like the government. Yeah, just fucking do your thing. Just fucking do your thing and don't give two shits about anyone else. Just as long as you carry your gun with you. That's all we care about. And don't encroach on anyone else's shit. That's kind of how it goes. Like, you just do your thing and don't fucking make anyone else's life a living hell. That's kind of Wyoming. Like, you just That's do true. your thing. You That's just do true. your thing and don't fucking make anyone else's life shit. And just do your thing. That's kind of what we do in Wyoming. So, it's like, when, when women were allowed to vote, it was a time when uh, here... Women were, they actually outnumbered men like two to one at one point in time. So, like, women were allowed to vote because they we wouldn't have been allowed to be a state if women weren't allowed to vote anyway. There's but two also, things to that, too, in the state. We needed the women vote to gain statehood, but also it was some uh, dickwad from the South that was a Democrat because remember the. Republicans and yeah, Republicans yeah, yeah. were way different back then. Yeah, they were. They This dickwad, I think he moved to South Pass or Atlantic City. And his big thing was, well, I don't want those darkies to vote. So let's have the women vote, get in statehood, and try to keep the black man down. So there's two, uh, two reasons why. And uh, Wyoming wasn't having that. Like, no, we're bringing our women, and anyone could vote. Yep. Who cares? And that's still the case. I mean, there's not there's not an awful lot of African Americans here. There, uh, in no, general, we, we have one of the smaller African American communities. Yeah, but we do have some. We, yeah, of course, and they're fine. In fact, yeah. uh, I've made this point with uh, my cousins who live back east. It, whenever we encounter African Americans, because we don't have a lot in the state, they're usually a specialist of yeah. some sort, whether it be a doctor, lawyer. Or something like in that effect, because yeah. we don't have a lot, and they have to come here. Or they have families that have been here for mm-hmm. a long time. And so uh, they're very well known and whatever else. Yeah, and, and we don't discriminate by all means. No. But uh, a lot of, uh, uh, when it comes to minorities in the state, obviously Wyoming uh, being a western state and an intermountain state, we have a, a large uh, populace of uh, Native American and also yeah. a large Hispanic community, yeah. like most uh, Western states do. In fact, a lot of states, they barely have, like, you'll see it when it's like 90% uh, Caucasian uh, population, where Wyoming is 85%, and then it is one, just a few percent of African American, but then a very large Hispanic population, about 13%. True. And that then is uh, true. we don't have a very large Asian population. Which I wish no. we did. Holy shit, that'd be amazing. <laughs> just, yeah. All you Asians out there, please move to Wyoming. Yeah, sure. Love of Christ, just move to Wyoming, please. Yeah, but, you know, the whole thing about it is that is that Wyoming is has been poised the entire time, which is odd, because you would actually expect Wyoming to be maybe one of the more 
closed-minded places in in the country because we are, in fact, one of the most independent states. But as we are independent, we have not done that kind of thing. We've actually said, you vote. Yeah, vote. Vote. Vote it up. Vote it up. Just whatever the hell, whoever the hell you are, vote it up. And this is weird to us why this guy, after five years, this this lady, this guy wants to marry, he's like all of a sudden like, nope, don't vote. Yeah, don't vote. Women don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They have scramble brain or whatever the fuck. I don't know. They bleed once a month. Their brains go with it. Yeah. This is weird. Obviously, they can't vote on real issues. Yeah, and I don't know where the hell he's from. Don't don't get me wrong. I think maybe he's East Coast-ish. Or uh, he's a 17... uh, 25 uh british aristocrat maybe he's south maybe he's american southish yeah they don't like anyone to vote yeah you know at all but in wyoming we don't give two shits about that but uh you know maybe this guy is like hey american south we don't want women to vote nor black people yep we don't want women to vote because you guys are the ones that gave us the gays (laughs) (laughs) gay marriage no way yep if women weren't allowed to vote we wouldn't have gays oh sure bud weird to me like like every year leading up to the five years you've been with this fucking jerk off he's been cool with like just being a normal person yeah like what the hell was there that you were like hey there might be an issue here that you kind of overlooked, you know? Did you beat him at a game of Scrabble or something? He's like, guess what? Women shouldn't be allowed to vote or play Pictionary. And he just slaps everything off the table and goes yeah. to bed. Just sulks a, in the bedroom. That's the thing. That's that's what I'm trying to get after. Like, what, what did he do ahead of time that you might have been like, hey, there's some issues. But you overlooked it because he's made me really cool and whatever else. And then all of a sudden, after five years, he goes, I don't think you should be allowed to vote. And honestly saying that, like if like I might say it as a goof. Sure. But like if he's saying it as an honest statement where he's like, I don't think you should be allowed to vote. And you're like, um. Why? Are you serious? Or like, what the fuck's going on here? And like, then, what 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 happened ahead of that? You know, like like Bill was saying, were you playing a game? And he just fucking lost it. Like, women shouldn't be allowed to to be the the leader in Monopoly. When <laughs> you get to be the shoe. That's what you get to be. Yeah. And I get to start with a $500,000 bonus. Yeah. You can't own Broadway and fucking Park Place because you're a woman, that kind of shit. You know, like any of those things, really. It just it blows my mind that this is the first kind of thing that you're going to deal with with him. Obviously, you fucking dump him. I would. Yeah. If he doesn't believe that women should vote... He's like, guess what else? Women shouldn't smoke cigarettes and Lady Bird Johnson way overrated. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking just dump him. Please. Because she was a, a dream. 
Lady Bird Johnson. And then guess what else? This guy, a nightmare. Yep. Go ahead and dump him if he actually actually thinks women shouldn't be allowed to vote. In the year 2019, women shouldn't vote. Yep. Done, bitch. Done. Hey, all right, everyone. This has been episode 58. I can't believe it's been 58. Are you sure we didn't skip one this time? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Right, that's I mean, good knows? news. Yeah, who knows? Uh, we we try to keep on, on par, but who the hell knows? Yeah, we just uh, we wing it most of the time. <laughs> all right, well, uh, we don't have any stand-up sets coming up. Well, that we know that we of. we know of, but um, I'm sure that we'll be doing Santa yeah. pretty soon. Yeah, we'll always keep you guys posted. We always love it when you show up. Yep, and we do love that you uh, listen to the show. Yeah, keep those questions coming. Yep. Right does. Uh, I don't know all the information. Clay's about ready to spew out all the Gmail and all that kind of shit. Yep, uh, you, could do, you can send us our uh, your questions at Gmail, dearilladvised at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us questions on Twitter at Dear Ill Advised. You can send us questions on Facebook at Dear Ill Advised. You can go to our Podbean account, Podbean at Dear Ill Advised. Send us some questions. We'd love to hear from you. And we want you to actually be involved in the show. There's going to be a time probably pretty soon when we actually start looking at uh, crowdfunding the show. Or uh, or looking at uh, trying to expand what we're doing here, and we want you to be involved in it. Also, there will be some merchandise coming down the road. We'll uh, give you links to that. Yep. Please, uh, please buy it so where we don't have to do our day jobs anymore. <laughs> please. We want to not be doing our day jobs. Yeah, it sucks when you have to be a comedian, go to all these shows do this podcast and still have a day job it is the worst it is so anyway ill advisors we love that you're listening and we want you to keep listening and we want you to have a good time with it and we're having such a good time with you we want to continue listening and send in those questions all right so you have a good time we'll see you at episode 59 good night <laughs>